What is poppin'? Everyone, welcome to another episode of MojoCast After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I am here with my esteemed co-host, Chelly, Chellyfornia, my sister, Araceli, whatever the heck you want to call her. Chelly, how are you doing today? What is up, everybody? It's Friday! Friday! A little change of pace for us. We usually do our podcast at the crack of dawn. Yes, because we're morning people. At least I am. (laughs) We are switching it up for you guys today. Yeah, Shelly had the bright idea to do a little mojo cast after dark, after hours. All right. Mama said nothing good happens after 6 p.m., all right, except for this podcast. All right, we're, we're changing things up. We're changing things up. So, Chelly, how's it going? How's life? How's your week been? Uh, you're, you're cracking open the bottle. I respect it. It's Mojo Cast After Dark. You know what I mean? We do things a little differently. You're not going to be popping bottles at 6 a.m., but you might be popping bottles at 8 p.m. Okay. They would, call, they would call me an alcoholic if I was uh, popping bottles at 8 a.m., but no. It's been a long week, Nene. I think you can attest to that with whatever you got going on. So cracking. I have some wine here. And then for our taste test today, I have some spiked, um, like a spiked seltzer. So I will be enjoying that because it is 8 p.m. on a Friday. And uh, And nothing good has happened. (laughs) Nothing except for this podcast, right? Chelly, it is 10, 15 where I am in Texas, right? And Yes, but here's the problem, right? I have not adjusted my sleep schedule. I have not adjusted my frame of mind or whatever since I left Arizona, all right? Very much, I wake up on Arizona time. I go to bed on Arizona time. I work on Arizona time, okay? I don't I don't go to work until 10 a.m., all right? Because I'm used to going to work at 8 a.m., all right? I have not adjusted my schedule. So we're on the same page here, all right? I, I go to bed, like, at 2, 3 in the morning, and that's just natural for me these days. <laughs> How long have you been living in Texas? Over a year. Uh, and you it's think not, you would be adjusted by now? <laughs> I could. I could. But it's like – but then Texas and the whole – Shelly, you don't realize how stupid daylight savings times is until you actually have to participate to participate in daylight savings. It's fucking time. stupid. I can't. So stand. I'm just I'm just not going to participate, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see it. All right, I don't got kids. I don't got babies that need to be at school at 8 a.m. sharp or whenever kids go to school these days. All right, uh, until that happens, I'm sticking to my sweet sweet Arizona schedule. All right, the great people of Arizona, the only state in the union that doesn't participate in this tomfoolery. You know Ooh, what I mean? Like, yes. Like who 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 just decided that? Farmers need some extra daylight time, so we all got to suffer. You know what I mean? If you need some extra daylight time, then wake up earlier or go to sleep later. Or I don't, I don't know really really know how it works. Respect to the construction people because when they know they got it. So I live in Arizona. The, the sun comes out at 5 a.m. And yes. it doesn't come down until 7, 8, eight actually, because it just went down. Yeah. Um, with that being said. My neighbors had some construction going on the other weekend, and uh, they were up, Nene, up and at them at six in the morning. They said we're we're racing against we're racing (laughs) against the sun. Call us La Luz del Mundo because we're waking up at five a.m. to do something no one wants us to do. (laughs) You know what? I was annoyed as hell, but I couldn't like I couldn't blame them. I mean, it's fucking hot. Like then at six six a.m. 
it was already 90 degrees here. Absolutely. It's an oven. You, you got to get how you live. I, I, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, it's been a week, Chelly. It's been two weeks since we last talked, but in general, it, it doesn't always feel like the weekends when you know you're going to have a long weekend. You know, obviously we got Memorial Day this Monday. The, the the week leading up to that is it might as well be three weeks long. It honestly. drags. It drags. All right. It's it's because you you have to have the suffering before you get to the good stuff. Um, and then we're here chilling on a Friday evening. We're look we're, we're looking ahead. You know, we've got this whole weekend ahead of us, and you know you're gonna waste it. I know I'm gonna waste it. We <laughs> <laughs> got all these plans. I'm gonna Naturally. clean. I'm gonna. You know, I, I always tell Chelly I got my chores to do, the the never-ending chores that I that I never actually accomplished. I know this weekend's going to be wasted, all right? But you know what? I don't care, okay? Because I'm here on MojoCast, and 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 Chelly, let's just get let's just get into it. We we all got right. first and foremost, we got our taste test, all right? Our let's our standard, our a staple of MojoCast, all right? Where we drink some stuff, we complain if it's good. I mean, we complain if it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, you're not wrong. We we complain if it's good or bad. For real, we mildly appreciate if it's good. All right, and so today, I'm trying the nice. Uh, it could, keeping on with the thing with the theme of a uh, sparkling water. I got one of the bubbly's chili semi. I got the mango flavor here. All right, my wife drank two of these, and Ooh. she wanted to drink. She wanted to drink the third one. I said, I said, look, woman, I want that third one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that someone's enjoying them because yes. my husband actually snatched all the lime ones. I don't what know what the legend. lime one tastes like. What a legend. You know what it tastes like, Chili? It tastes like water. And then if someone squirted a lime juice like two miles away. All right. <laughs> That's what the live sparkling water tastes like. <laughs> so okay. I expect I expect this mango one to taste like sparkling water. And if someone peel the mango like two miles away all right that's how i'm expecting this oh so like <laughs> essence of mango and essence all right the essence of the essence of the essence all right at, at some point a mango tree was born and this is the result of that basically so chelly what do you have what do you again i i'm i'm, I'm keeping a pg all right but it's it's mojo cast after dark so i don't expect you to do the same thing what do you got on your plate you know what after the clock strikes five i am drinking <laughs> Um, <laughs> so forget all the other comments about me not being an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> clearly, I am. Uh, no, but I cracked open. Uh, Nana, this was oh, this was brand new. I just got it today, and look where it's at now. It's like <laughs> so. I'm almost done with the bottle of wine that I bought today. Um, and so I just that, that that is a true sign of an alcoholic. Is you've been drinking, and I cannot tell you've been drinking. <laughs> My tolerance has is up there. I'll say that. But no, for the taste test today, I am doing. I saw this on Twitter, mm. and I was fascinated. Okay. It's so it's a spiked. Um, it's from Vita Coco, which Vita Coco mm. produces um, coconut water, and I buy at least a carton of those a week. They nice. are delicious, and I don't know if you like coconut water. It's alright. It's it's, it's an acquired taste. It's an it acquired is. taste. Yeah. If you look I'm, at it too much, you're going to think it's it looks like spit, like someone just spit in your drink. Yeah. But I'm no. reminded of our of our childhoods in, in Tijuana, getting a, a nice coconut by the beach. That is delicious. But this yes. one is from the same company, Vita Coco, um, but it's a spiked with Captain Morgan Pina oh. Colada. Oh, 
Whoa. I know you guys okay. can't see it, but it's But I could new. see it. I could appreciate it for the folks at home. <laughs> it looks delicious. <laughs> it was between this and a... Then it, I feel like they make a seltzer out of anything nowadays. It's the okay? new thing. Yeah, it's, it's the, the new, new thing. thing. I almost, I'm almost done with a 12-pack that I bought of um, the Monster... Monster has an energy drink, has a seltzer. So you're you corrected me. That is not an energy drink. No. It's just it's just a hard seltzer sponsored or, or branded seltzer. by branded by, by Monster. Yeah. It's yeah, delicious. Because I was looking at you like, damn, we're going like the four loco route. Like you're going full full college kid on me. <laughs> no, so my neighbor had had uh, I, I don't really like Monster. But my mm. neighbor had those in his fridge, and we went over one day. He had me try it, and I'm a sweet person. Like, I don't want to taste the alcohol in, in beverages. Um, sure. I want to just be tipsy, okay? So I want to <laughs> skip skip that phase. But he had <laughs> me try a Monster um, seltzer. It mm. was it, They're called The Beast. Delicious in it, and they have 6% alcohol, which is more than... <laughs> More than a beer. <laughs> More than what seltzers usually carry. So, anyways, um, if cool. you get around to trying that, I think you should. Um, I, I'm such a lightweight these days. I barely ever buy alcohol because uh, a beer, uh, I get lit off a beer. <laughs> Shamefully so. Um, but, yeah, but every now and then I, I remember at HEB we got, we, we were, we were wooed by a nice like sales lady uh, offering um, samples. We were wooed into like a mimosa combo with some champagne and then a bottle of thing and some and some pineapple. So that was pretty good. But but yeah, definitely gotta try that sometime. But going back to they make seltzers out of anything, then it um, mm -hmm. get this. They had a sunny D seltzer. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's a seltzer like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like it's like it's, it? like it's like the bubbly. It's like they they made a hard seltzer and then opened up a can of uh, a bottle of Sunny D like two miles away. <laughs> I don't. I was tempted to try it just because I like Sunny D. Um, hmm. I understand that this beverage never gets cold. Yeah, <laughs> you you can put a Sunny D container in the freezer. It'll never get cold. Okay, <laughs> it'll be lukewarm at at best. Yes, it's too um, thick. But it's delicious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't put ice in it. It tastes disgusting when it's watered down. But anyway, so we're gonna try this. go ahead, Nene. Let's let's crack this bad boy open, Shelly. What do you say? Crack one open for the boys here. <laughs> All right, let me try this mango bubbly. Go ahead. I tried the mango one. I liked it. This tastes like the skin of a mango. <laughs> so not the best part. <laughs> <laughs> the skin is the worst part of a mango. It tastes like the skin of a mango. <laughs> oh, okay. I am forgetting which one I need to drink, so I need to put this down. <laughs> so Chelly's taking a sip of her coconut seltzer. She's looking pensive. She's she's giving it the old taste test, the old gurgling. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. My mm. my taste taste uh what are they called in it the taste things buds. in your tongue my taste buds are numb because of this okay too, I, too I, acidic i can't really taste it i i taste like faint coconut flavors but other than that i can't really taste it it's a salsa chili that might be exactly how it tastes to be honest <laughs> i don't know it's it's not bad it just feels like it's watered down 
Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still gonna finish it. I mean, we're not gonna waste that. <laughs> they cracked it open, but but yeah, this mango ones are this mango ones are right. Yeah. Then out of all the bubblies, which one was your favorite? Out of all the bubblies, the blackberry. I don't oh, know if it was blackberry, but it was like oh. the dark, dark. It was grape? like a dark can. No, it wasn't grape. The it was like a red. Yeah, there was like a ras. Maybe it was like raspberry or something like that. That was the one that tasted the most, or you you tasted a fruit the most, if you will. Okay. If it was red, it was probably strawberry. Probably. Probably. But yeah, cool. Our bi-weekly taste test uh, i'm gonna need to to match chili's energy we might have to do more mojo cast after dark so i could get, <laughs> get one of these weird ops or something i don't know <laughs> i was gonna text you prior to us doing it to tell you but i wasn't sure if you were in a drinking mood or not um i'm always in a drinking mood clearly <laughs> fair enough <laughs> cool i'm gonna have to go to kroger or something get one of those uh one of those uh historic like make your own six pack kind of a deals Ooh, and uh that sounds good try some of the uh try some of the craft beers that they have but cool moving on chelly so i i gotta tell you something i gotta tell you something that happened this week that's that's been on my mind all right so when was it on i think it was tuesday all right on tuesday or wednesday Minding my own business, it's a bright, sunny day. All right, I'm in my office, I'm working. It's probably like one, two in the afternoon, something like that. So, you know, I barely logged on to start working. Um, <laughs> and so, I'm chilling right. I, I kid you not, it is a bright, sunny day. And I get an alert on my phone, right? It's like beep, beep, beep. So, I was like, all right, whose kid got kidnapped? You know, like, 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 what, like what's going on here? Some so, I look on my phone. Yeah, so I look at my phone, right? And I hear tornado warning. What? In your area. And I'm like, nah. Like, it's a bright, sunny day. What do you, I don't see a cloud in sight. Like, what are you talking about? So I don't take it seriously, right? And then they continue to send, like, warnings. And then they start calling me. <laughs> what? They start calling me. Yeah. I didn't know they called me. They go, barely they do here. It, this is why. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, okay. so I'm like, look, like it says. Okay, okay, hold on. So this is why, because a motherfucker like you will don't believe <laughs> that there's a tornado. You think you know more than the meteorologist. Like, we got all these <laughs> bum ass motherfuckers coming to Texas, not taking our weather seriously. <laughs> all right, so so I'm like, like it, it's I don't know. So so I'm kind of like weirded out, but it's like. Because it says, because you know how it is with some of these warnings, it says like county wide, right? County's like hundreds of miles large, like you know, maybe not that big, but like the point is like it's for multiple counties. Like it's you, you don't take it seriously. You don't expect it to be hitting you like specifically you, right? But it's like maybe it's gonna rain, right? The dogs haven't like gone out yet. Let's take the dogs out. Like, my wife comes in. Let's take the dogs out real quick. Like maybe it's gonna rain. Maybe it's gonna rain for a while. Who knows? So let's just take them out, right? So I take them out. We're taking the dogs out, and I I listen to my neighbors who are next door. And they're outside. They're also looking up at the skies, and the wife is like, "Yep, that's a tornado," and I'm like, "What? Well, hold on a second. <laughs> is she is she privy to something that we don't know? Like, does she have a sixth sense?" So I'm like, "Huh? 
so go back inside. Um, the wife goes back back upstairs to you know go back to work or whatever because we're working. I go in. I go out my front door. The neighbors are out there as well. Shout out to shout out to Frank and his wife, um, the homies. Shout and, out to Frank and his wife. And <laughs> and sure enough, she's like, yeah, look at that. You see, she's talking to her husband. She's like, you see that circular? Yep, that's a tornado. So I'm like. So I look to where she's pointing, and I, like I said, it's a bright, sunny day, but in the distance, it's not as bright, and it's not as sunny, all right? And I do start to see a sort of circular motion going on, right? So I'm like, okay, it's weird. Um, so then I hear Frank's wife said, yeah, get uh, get Jackson in the tub. Get him in the tub. Go grab all the dogs oh, and, 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 and get him in the tub. So I'm like, huh, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> I then also see a bunch of other neighbors out in their front yards, like looking up at the skies. So I'm like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I should take this a little more seriously. So I go back inside. Right. And I tell my wife, and he was like, yeah, uh, Frank and his wife think this Frank and his wife are all going into the bathroom right now. So I think we should start getting away from the windows at this point. It's starting to get darker. It is no longer as bright and as sunny anymore. Um, so we basically grab, we, we get some some chairs, we bring our laptops downstairs, we go into this like little nook and cranny in between. Um, it's close to our washroom. There's like no windows surrounded right there. So we're chilling there. Um, and then it gets loud. <laughs> and then it gets violent. The storm starts to come through, but it's not a regular storm, Chili. It's, it's a really bad storm coming through. And there's a lot of wind. Let me put it this way. We're at 1.5 minutes ago. It was bright and sunny. At this point, I cannot see my neighbor's car because it's so windy and rainy and and whatever. And it was one of the more violent storms I've ever experienced in my life. Um, And it lasts for like 10, 15 minutes. I wasn't. I'm gonna keep it real. I was so scared. <laughs> That's scary. No, 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 no. You didn't I, even text us. You didn't t- text anyone to like let us know what was going on. We have no idea. <laughs> I, I I let my coworkers know because I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, hey. hey, I might not be coming into work tomorrow. He was like, hey, if I uh, lose power or whatever, like there's a tornado coming through here. Um, so the tornado itself, thankfully didn't hit us um which kind of freaks me out even more because i did not get the hard part of this tornado i just got sort of the storm that was surrounding it um it hit uh it hit a city a little bit north of us like 10 miles north called willis um i'll send you some pictures after the pod it was a real tornado oh my god and and i preface this by saying so when i moved out to texas right Tornadoes hit like the north in North Texas, like Dallas, like that kind of area all the time. It's as common as a storm, right? Um, and like down south here, like we mostly get like hurricanes and stuff. Um, but I I always envision I looking at maps and stuff like the the hurricanes don't really hit Conroe, which is a city I live in. So it's like, all right, so I don't have to deal with the craziness of the tornadoes up north, and I don't got to deal with the craziness of the hurricanes down south. I'm like right in the sweet area. Little do I know. Yeah, we get tornadoes here <laughs> every now and then. They're pretty. Well, they're they're, that, they're not uh, that strong, but we do get them. Yeah, I know that Texas does get tornadoes. Um, I don't think they're in the tornado alley 
No. I think that's what you were referencing, but no. Yeah. Um, but tornadoes in it are by far one of the scariest uh, natural disasters that I I feel like I, I wouldn't be able to live somewhere that has tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't realize we had tornadoes, to be honest with you. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was really sad because um we live in like a new development, so there's they're constantly building like houses in our neighborhood all the time. And unfortunately, um, in one of the develop one of the houses that they're building, the construction workers were working there, and it collapsed, and it killed two people inside. Oh my god! Um, because of the storm, just to kind of put into perspective how destructive this mildly um, dangerous storm was. So that that was really I that was wild. Like people were without power for like two days or something like that. Um, it was kind of wild. Yeah, but. Um, I hear that happens often in Texas where um, a lot of houses lose power because they're facing like a tornado or some other. So I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you. that you didn't get, man, that's wow. Yeah. Yeah. So unexpected to say the least, but uh, experienced my first tornado. All right. It, well, I just didn't say that. it wasn't. I I don't think we need to clap for that or. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of passed through, passed through us, but uh that was, and it was funny because it's like when it was over, I came outside and again, it was bright as hell again, as if nothing happened. It was wow. just branches everywhere. And uh, and the, the neighbors were like, like, yeah, like all happy. Like, that was so cool or whatever. Like they were, they were they're experienced. They're very experienced. They're real Texans, basically, is, is what I'm saying. So um, I guess this wasn't that big of a deal, um, but should avoid the windows naturally take your precautions but Nene, yeah. i'm assuming you don't talk to your neighbors a lot because i'd be all up, up under my neighbor's butt like hey um what do, what do we do like what, what's going on uh Michelle, you know what i'm a guy all right so i'm not gonna ask people for help unless i really need it <laughs> i'm gonna, gonna ask for directions i'm gonna pretend like i know what, what's going on i'm gonna pretend like you know i got this all under control look unless frank is freaking out all right because look Frank and his family, they said, we're going into the tub. So you know what I did? I said, I'm also going, not in the tub, but near the tub. I'm, I'm getting away from the windows is what I got. All right. If Frank leaves, all right, then I'm going to leave. <laughs> like, I'm but not going to ask. I mean, I'm you wouldn't gonna... know where to leave, right? Because you don't know where the tornado is coming, the direction. Sometimes these tornadoes split, don't they? So No, I mean, he wouldn't leave, period, no matter how. If it's already on its way, like, you're better off staying in your house again in the tub or basically away from windows i just meant like in terms of a natural disaster of some kind that you're prepped for like if he's staying i'm probably staying if he's leaving i'm probably leaving like but i'm not going to ask either <laughs> i'm going to prepare <laughs> and then take my cues from 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 those around me if if the if the time comes basically so ah, crazy 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 Man, so, Chelly, I heard yes. you're watching a new show. Yes. I heard you got a new show on Peacock that you've been uh, that you've been watching. So, Tell if me. anyone's familiar with uh, Rain Wilson, he plays Dwight on The Office. He has a new show on Peacock called Rain Wilson: Geography of Bliss, which is basically him going to different countries um, and trying to figure out if the place that you live. Um, has anything to do with how happy you are and such an interesting show i love it. i i love traveling then so mm -hmm. i feel like i'm just looking at things through his 
his view and, and sure. experiencing. So, and it's such a great concept. So he ends up going to, I, I watched the first two episodes so far. I love them. They have mm. some nice shots in it. I'm talking about countryside, like the blades of the grass are fluttering in the air. <laughs> like, so, like the c- cinematrics of this, so good. I don't even know if that's a word. Cinematrics, uh, cine- I think you mean like cinematics. That's yeah. probably not even a word. Who am I kidding? <laughs> I don't correcting. know. But whoever <laughs> is doing the shots, great work. Very nice uh, picture all around. Um, he's gone to Bo- Bulgaria, and Bulgaria okay. has the lowest ratings of being happy. So they're they're mad all the time. Um, <laughs> and then he ends up going to Iceland. Iceland is known to have be one of the happiest, um, I think, top five, he said, mm. countries in the world. So beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's funny because when he goes to Bulgaria, was it Bulgaria? Now mixing them up. But he ends up going or to Iceland. Or is it Ma- and he, Moldova? Is that your thing? No, Iceland. He ends up going to Iceland um, for the first episode. And he's asking people, like, why Why are you so happy? Like, what makes you happy? Like, yeah. And one of the guys goes on and he's like, well, you know what? I didn't have a job last month, but I have a job this month. So it all works out. And that's basically like the country's model. Like it all works out in the end. And mm. that's, that's really true, then it Like we, I feel like we spend a lot of the time in our life worrying about things that may or may not happen. And in yeah. the end, everything always works out. Even sometimes even better than you expect them to work out. Um, and even if they don't like, because a lot of a lot of times it's easy to worry about like big picture stuff, right? Like, where is the world heading? Like, could I die of something tomorrow? Like, there's a lot of sort of big picture things that you're kind of worrying about, like, the sort of inevitable, right? And it's like things, and more often than not, it's just things completely out of your control. And you spend so much time, if you try to avoid it, that's that's an effort in and of itself. But even just thinking about it, even just, like, dwelling on it, you spend so much time dreading the inevitable, that you tend not to enjoy what you can control. You know what I mean? Like I, that's definitely something I try to focus on a lot where it's like, there's so many big picture things that you're worried about that you're stressed about. And it's like, what can I control? Right. I could do, mm-hmm. I could, I could, I could work my tail off at my job. Right. I can, I can do what I can to put myself in a position to be financially su- successful. Right. I'm not taking care of my health, but I have full autonomy of my health to at any point make a decision to, you know, eat better, go to the gym. At any point you could just decide that mm-hmm. you want to make something out of your life, right? At no point can you decide that you don't want to die. That's never an option. You know yeah. what I mean? At no point can you decide that, you know, the US dollar is not gonna not gonna collapse tomorrow, right? Like at no point can you decide these things are not gonna happen because it's completely out of control. And it's uh an exercise of utility, if you will, um, kind of dreading those and, and dwelling on those things and, and instead of sort of exercising and and controlling the things that you can and and in a lot of ways that that leads to a lot of happiness right because there's nothing that will make you more unhappy than not being in control of your life right like if you if you're constantly dwelling on things that you can't control you're going to feel powerless you're going to feel like you have no control of yourself you have no control of your life of, of, of the world or anything around you and in that sort of powerlessness leads to depression leads to anxiety leads to a lot of things so it's like i don't know hey kind of going on a tangent there but it's like focusing a lot on that i i just by what you said i i completely understand well what that mindset is 
Well, it's a great show. Um, I recommend anyone to watch it. Um, if you have Peacock, Denny, I'd encourage you to watch it. It's really good. I do have Peacock, and that's a funny story because I got Peacock for free um, when I came to Texas because I signed on for an Xfinity and they had like a whatever. Oh. I canceled Xfinity after like two months because I moved and also because they suck. Um, but they never turned off my free Peacock. <laughs> so win, I still win. have. So I still have free Peacock, basically. Watch The Office all the time. But, uh, awesome. But yeah. Cool. Speaking on shows, Shelly. All right. I I will admit, I have a built I have a bit a bit of a guilty pleasure. All right, I'm gonna blame my wife because she was the one that got me into the, in the in the first place. All right. <laughs> Don't blame the wife. You like the show too. What? Yes, what show yes. is it? Look, I love what I affectionately call TLC trash. All right. I love TLC. Chelly, the Learning Channel. All right. The only thing I'm learning about is the the debauchery, the limits of of human debauchery. All right. Specifically. All right. Polygamy. Okay. Now I, 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 I don't, the act of polygamy itself, it's, it's, it's not something I would ever partake in, but the way that TLC goes about it specifically, there are two shows, two shows specifically that, that I'm referencing. It's called seeking sister wife and it's called seeking brother husband. And what it is, as the name sort of implies, it's a couple. All right. Obviously not a loving couple. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, basically, whether it's in seeking sister wife, it's it's a couple, and the guy basically wants another woman. So they're so they're pretending, you know, the, the woman pretends she's okay with it. Basically, they're adding another woman to the fold. Um, and brother husband, this is a new sort of spin-off show to that. It's the opposite. It's it's a husband and wife, and the wife wants another man bringing them in um, to the fold to create like a, you know, a, a debauchery of a threesome. And I find, I always find it so hilarious, uh, these shows, because there's always like the common theme, right? It's it's the person that wants it, wanting it, and then convincing their partner that they want it as well. <laughs> and yeah. it, it's just, I, I don't know, it's, it's a newfound sort of a guilty pleasure of mine, if you will. Um, but yeah, I... I it's gross. <laughs> I I personally don't think polygamy works. I think that someone is always going to be in love with someone else a little more than they are with the other with the third person. So mm. um, I don't think it works, but uh, it cheers just, to whoever it, it does work out for. <laughs> it just defies like human nature, right? Like especially I can only speak on it from the guy's perspective, but it's like the act of bringing another another band into your home. Mm -hmm. Right. Basic human nature of a man is to be a protector and a uh, protector, a territorialist, if you will. There's yeah. no such thing as is a man wanting to share his wife with another man. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that a, there's a thing where a wife wants to share her husband with another woman. I'm not saying that's even a thing either, because I don't. Um, but it's just like I said, I can only speak from my experience. The the act of, of, of sharing your home, sharing your 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 kingdom if you will with another it just defies human nature in so many ways and to see a lot of i don't know it's just it's wild to me really as far as tlc goes um i love i think they canceled it little couple big world oh they still got that one yeah oh, i was obsessed with that show yeah, so little, good little people big world yeah 
Yeah, and I think she yeah. was, I'm not sure if she was a dentist or a surgeon, but seeing her like perform just daily activities, like where people, I guess people take it for granted, their, uh. their height, that they can like, <laughs> you know, the, the world is made for people of average height. Come on, let's be honest. Yes. And she has to like go through so much just to like cook at home, to drive, to even do her job. She can't do her job without accommodations. And Jeez. I found that so fascinating that she, I don't know, she was very, uh, that show, very good. Interesting, interesting. So, Shelly, moving on to other topics. As is a staple in our show these days. Shelly, what's going on in the Harry Potter world? <laughs> All right, well, what do you got to tell me relating to Harry Potter? I love Harry Potter. I'm a big fan. I think everybody on the podcast knows. Um, so one of the topics that we wanted to talk about today was time travel. And I can I can link Harry Potter in with the time traveling stories that we have to share today <laughs> and makes me very happy. So anyways, if you guys are familiar with it, if you guys are not, the third book, third movie um, focuses on an aspect of time traveling where Hermione uses a time-traveling uh, necklace device, it's called a time-turner, to actually go back in time, rescue Sirius, and rescue um, a creature named Bugbeat. Time-traveling is so fascinating to me, Nana, because in this, in this Harry Potter um, a, a movie or book or whatever, the concept is you cannot be seen. Mm. You cannot be seen and you can't change anything because changing things will inevitably be, and I can't talk, I've had too much to drink, <laughs> <laughs> inevitably going to change the future, okay? The Whether, course, yeah. Well, the course, it, like the smallest change in it could change hmm. anything. So the first thing I wanted to talk to you about and get your thoughts of were the fact that you can't be seen. If you were to if you were to see like yourself coming mm -hmm. to warn you about something, mm -hmm. I feel like I would number one think I'm hallucinating. Number mm -hmm. two, be very scared, think this is like crazy. I wouldn't believe myself. I wouldn't think it like it's my future self coming to warn me. Yeah. So what do you think? There are two there are two thoughts that come to mind. There are the what I would like to happen, what I would like to be my reaction, and what I fully expect to be my reaction in actuality. So what I would like my reaction to be would be like, oh, damn, like, this is cool. Like, hey, what's up? Like, like fully accepting sort of the world that I am now, I guess, in, in that someone that, you know, looks at me, thinks, thinks like me, that tells me they're from the future that I'm accepting that this is reality somehow. And I listen to what they have to say and it's like crazy and probably still make my own mistakes. Um, cause like, cause, cause I'm just obstinate like that. But in, in actuality, yeah, I think I'd be the same where I'm freaking out. I'm like looking at this person, maybe not thinking I'm hallucinating, but thinking that like, I don't even know what I would think like that. There's something extremely wrong with what's going on. Maybe I think it's, I don't know, it's a diablo or something like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, in, in actual, in, you know, in reality that that would be more so what it would be. Um, and, go ahead. And, and uh, like, tell me if you agree, you wouldn't take their warning because you don't know where this is coming from. You don't know what, what the hell this is. So yeah. what, it, whatever they came here to warn you about, 
I mean, it, it's useless. It's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Because you would, because the act of that happening is so incredibly sort of like uh, science fiction-y that you would have a hard time believing that this is even happening to begin with, much less believing that what they're saying is true or what they're saying is like, you know, it's kind of like a thing where, you know, you're supposed to like win the lottery. So like guess these numbers is like, would someone really go back in time? Well, the, 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 how inevitable that be, how, how difficult that would be, like whatever technological advancements, what would need to happen? Would those things happen to come and make me rich, or would those things happen to come and to do anything good for me? Basically, <laughs> well, let me tell you this: it'll help you feel better. Um, Hermione <laughs> used it to take more classes, to be able to go back in time and have yes. more free time to add more to her schedule. So, yes. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> You would do it to get the last bottle of wine, Chili? <laughs> I would do it to get the last bottle of wine. On something somewhat related, Chili. Speaking about Harry Potter. All right. Ooh. Last last podcast, you told me you took the uh, the sorting quiz. You got matched up into Gryffindor. I did. You, I were, did. you were, if I, I recall surprised. correctly, you were disappointingly surprised. Yes. By that. Yeah. Because yes. you, wanted, you wanted Ravenclaw. So I took the test as well, right? And we we both know my personality. More I'm more of a pacifist, if you will. I uh, I have a more Hufflepuffy sort of personality. Uh, I accept that. You know, I'm I'm not ashamed of that. It's just people are who they are, and that's just it. Um, and I took the test, and lo and behold, they put your boy <laughs> in the Hufflepuff game. <laughs> Surprise of the freaking century here, I suppose. And what really caught me off guard, Chelly, was because with these questions, I was expecting because you told me like. Oh, it's very obvious. Like, if I pick yeah. this one, I know it's going to put. Yeah. I didn't know Jack, right? Those questions seem so random to me because I was expecting stuff like, oh, if you see a hurt animal in the woods, like, what do you do? Like, kill it. So that's like the Slytherin. <laughs> like, save it. That's the Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Try to be its friend. That's like Hufflepuff or something like that. I, I don't know. Like, just like I, I expected those kind of obvious questions. It was asking me about where do you want to where do you want a vacation? Like, like what kind of house would you prefer to live in? Yeah, they, uh, to me, they all seemed very um, ambiguous as to like what house they pertain to. So that's what it. That's why it really pissed me off that it put me in Hufflepuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like I was just picking random stuff. I was like, it really. I was like, well, there's no way this is like you know this is this or that's that. And lo and behold, I, I, I guess I my true nature shown. I don't know who developed this quiz, but. Apparently, they're kind of right on the money. <laughs> I mean, you already knew you were Hufflepuffy. Yeah, I don't think you should be surprised oh, by man. that. I'm like, not surprised. You, you know yourself through and through. I do. And I'm not surprised, honestly. I'm just surprised that they knew <laughs> <laughs> with the quality of these questions. Oh, God. It's like these don't, I don't know, to me, they, they I don't know. I, I remember I, I worked at AT&T for a time. And as part of their training, they had everyone take like a personality test or whatever. Um, same thing. And and with those personality tests, they they put you in different like animal classes. So if you're very energetic, you're like a peacock or whatever. You like to kind of show your uh, you're like a people person or whatever. I can't remember what the other two was, but the last one was a dove. You know what I mean? The soft spoken, the whatever. They put me in the dove category. <laughs> 
Not surprised in it. Not surprised. I know surprised. you. So. <laughs> Not surprised. Oh, uh, but yeah. But I just thought that was funny. Um, awesome. Because I'm like, glad like you, I said, I, you got sorted. I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I did not expect it after those questions, to be honest with you. Because I, I picked some dark places, too. Like, I think I put that I like uh, like the woods or something like that. I thought they were going to put me in, like, Slytherin or something with a little bit of light. Um, so I was, like, very surprised that uh, these random-ass questions put me in that house. But The next quiz that I want you to take is to see what your Patronus is. And a Patronus is something that you produce when yeah. you are trying to um, expel the... Uh, Dementors. Mm-hmm. So it's basically your happiest memory. Um, and it's supposed to be a random animal, or it could be an animal that you're connected to. So, like, let's say your wife produced a dove, um, mm-hmm. you would probably produce a dove or something like a dove just because mm-hmm. you guys are married, you guys love each other, all of that. So it, it, mm-hmm. it could change with the course of your, you know, marriage or any kind of emotional situation going on. Um, mm-hmm. But my Patronus, um, I'm very disappointed by it. <laughs> it's a ragdoll cat. <laughs> it, it, just so random. Um, yeah, Nana, do you know what a ragdoll cat is? It's totally, those I barely fluffy... know what a cat is. <laughs> <laughs> it's those fluffy cats. Um, they're white. Um, I, I don't know. I have no ties to ragdoll cats. So, <laughs> I mean, I own a cat. But he's as plain Jane as can be. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll have to try that. I I hope it's not like a, I don't know. Hope it's not anything lame like a like a Chihuahua. Shout out to my dogs. <laughs> 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 Just play. Cool. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. On another note, Chelly, something a little more wholesome. All right, you were telling me something about. To fill in your sense of of, of 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 fulfillment of the world, all right? A daily dose in kindness. What, what is this, Chelly? Uh, inform me of, of such thing. So I hope that we can incorporate this into the podcast, but maybe talking about a story or something that we see um, during the course of us, you know, getting to film the podcast. Um, so the daily dose of kindness that I saw this week was and i'm not sure if you saw it today i retweeted it in my uh, in my timeline but it's this tiktok guy that takes laborers you know laborers um are at your local home depot from hmm. 5 a.m to 7 a.m oh get them, i saw that yeah you get them ahead, to uh you get them to paint your house or do whatever tasks you need them to do anyways this guy goes and picks up i believe three of them And instead of taking them to do some labor around the house, some intensive labor, he takes Mm -hmm. them to Disneyland. And it is the most wholesome thing I have seen. And he still pays them for their time because at the end of the day, they're there to make money. Um, They want to make money for their houses, for their homes. So he ends up paying for their time and pays for their trip. They... And these men look like they've never been there in their entire life. They've never had this experience as a child. And I like I had tears in my eyes when yeah. watching that video. Yeah. No, I saw that video that you're describing, yeah, that you retweeted. It, it was very wholesome. because um, to your point you're describing guys that probably would never go to Disneyland potentially ever in their lives, and then much less on that day specifically. Um, so that was very sweet. I, I did see that. So I appreciate this uh this sentiment. Um there's a lot of negativity in the world. There's a lot of things for me to complain about, for me to uh 
to 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 I don't know to to just bitch and moan about. Um, so I definitely understand the the desire for for a little daily dose of kindness. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll definitely start looking for that a little more in my life. Yeah, and if you can't see it, I guess be it. Um, where you know, be an example or or do something nice for someone else. Um, so Charlie. Yes. I adopted a dog recently. Okay. Shout and the out last to Stanley. Pod- shout out to the homie Stanley. All right. In the last podcast, okay, he we had just recently got him. Poor thing had just had his nuts chopped off. Okay, taken from him viciously. Uh, <laughs> he was coughing up a storm. He's got kennel cough. It was very stressful for your boy. Okay, because this this poor dog also had not pooped in like two days. Okay, so I was stressed out, and. I told Shelly, and my diagnosis, or at least what the vet told me, is like in two weeks he'll be fine. In two weeks, his his incision from his neutering will heal. Uh, two weeks is about right about the time well he'll be done with the with the kennel cough. He'll be good as gold. So I said, look, man, this is stressful, but your boy could do anything for two weeks, all right? And I was telling Shelly, and it's like, look, by the next time we have a podcast, mm-hmm. this boy will be right as rain. It's our next podcast. My boy is not right as rain. <laughs> So unfortunately for me, right, I was telling Chelly before, they gave us a cone at the vet, excuse me, at the pound after his incision. His cone was two sizes too small, all right? The the cone, it couldn't stop him from licking, you know, anything, basically, licking his tail if he wanted to, licking his own butt if he wanted to. Let's keep it real. All right, so that cone did nothing for him. Um, So Chelly gave me the bright idea to put some diapers on this baby, Mm -hmm. all right? And that definitely was working. Definitely doing his thing, but I I underestimated how how <laughs> sneaky this dog is. All right, yeah. I underestimated just just the level of energy uh, an eleven old uh, an eleven month old pup has. Um, one morning I wake up and he had taken off his diaper, and he wasn't licking it at the time. But considering how desperate he was to lick it before, he, I'm just assuming this young man had licked it all night long. His incision. All right, so. <laughs> So I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, man, because they tell me horror stories, right? They tell, they said one lick, just one lick, and, and <laughs> straight to they, the emergency room. They instill the fear of God in you. Yes, yes, they do. All right, but I was like, you know what? I looked at his incision because I'm just gonna give it the old, you know, college look. You know, <laughs> it didn't look, it didn't look bad. You know, it, it looked like it was scabbing over, right? Um. I said, you know, I think the decision is fine. I mean, he definitely licked it. All right. He definitely licked it. But I, I think he's good. I think he's good. But he still has a kennel cough. Right. And that's starting to annoy the hell out of me because he's coughing up a fit. So I was like, let me take him into the vet to be seen. So we get some medicine for that um, because I failed to mention it in the first vet visit. So I'll bring him in. And I said, hey, while while he's in here, can you check his incision? Because I'm pretty sure he's been licking it. Just, you know, look at it. Make sure it's fine. Looks at it. Things are not fine. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> With the incision, um, the vet tells me that there are two incision points. Right? There's the 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 base one, the one where you open it up to open the skin, and then there's a deeper one going into his giblets. Um, that's like two incisions, basically. So he opened up the big one. He opened up the 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 top one, basically. Um, but thankfully, he didn't open up the deeper one, the giblet one. Um, which is the one that could really be bad. 
Um, but he did open a big one, and his guts are are hanging out for the world to see. Basically, like, I could the the doc was showing me. You could see like bits of fat. You could see like little cords and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, that's not good. So he said, I'm not trying to scare you, but but your dog could die. <laughs> Basically, this is an open wound. It could, if it gets infected, it's easily going to spread into like the rest of his body. Your dog could die basically from this. Um, so he said, "Here are some cleaning wipes. Here is some antibiotics. Take give them, give this to him twice a day. Clean his wound twice a day, um, and we'll revisit uh, a week from a week from now." Um, so I did that. Stressful week, you know, because because I'm worried. And and they gave me an actual size cone so he wouldn't, you know, continue to open it. Yeah, attempt it again. So he's been wearing the cone. We we had a second visit uh, a couple days ago. The vet said he's doing great. The incision, which was about the size of my thumb before, now it's like tiny. It's like half of a penny now, oh, um, or even like half of a dime. It's 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 a lot smaller now, and his energy's the same, hyper as well. Um, he's eating fine, he's whatever. So it doesn't look at all like he's got an infection. So whether that was the antibiotics or just because we kept it clean enough, that's good. Um, so he's well on his way to recovery. So definitely wasn't two weeks, Shelly. It's been two weeks. This dog is not right as rain, but, uh, hopefully two weeks from now. We can only hope, right? In, in our, in our next podcast, um, he'll be, he'll be right as rain. He definitely is a lot more energetic. He's definitely a lot more of a, of a dog than I'm used to. He requires two walks a day. Um, which I'm not used to giving a dog. Um, he lets me know that, like right now, he, he's chewing on my on my desk because he has a lot of energy. So that's a thing. Um, but I don't know. I love him. Looking forward to having him. It's been good. It's been a new learning experience. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he'll be okay is what I'm saying. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. So next time we touch base uh, in two weeks, um, I'm sure he'll be all good. Uh, this will be a thing of the past, just memories yes. and things to laugh about. Yes. Um, so that was our episode of Mojo Cast. I hope you guys find it funny, entertaining, uh, cried a little bit with a daily dose of <laughs> kindness today. Uh, whatever your emotion was, um, I hope it got you through the week. I hope you guys have a happy Memorial Day. Stay safe, stay cool. And in Nena's neck of the woods, stay safe. And please, please listen to the advisement of tornado warnings. <laughs> Nene, do you have any parting words to say? No. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on a special edition of MojoCast After Dark. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Like always, it's been a lively conversation. Things going on in our lives, random things we, we come up with uh, throughout the week. I enjoyed it. Chelly enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, too. The alcohol helped out. I will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. This has been MojoCast. Mojo out. Out. Listen to us on Spotify or Amazon Music. You can also share your thoughts with us at themojopodcast at gmail.com.